The South Congress podcast is a lifestyle show that sometimes crosses over into mature territory. The views expressed are those of the host and guests who come from different backgrounds and experiences. Listener discretion is advised. Yep. Black Bob. Of a million, they die for all lives before we were children. Some of us, we trying to make us a billion on real estate, fancy cars, and them buildings. I'm trying to build foundations like a seminal and stop the wars where they Yo, looking for the mineral. Fan show for CW Flash Cameron. I'm joined by Travis. Travis, how are you? Yeah, so, um, a lot to talk about, <laughs> a lot of stuff to talk about. Um, with us, with the world that we put ourselves in as far as this stuff goes, with the show we cover itself, there's a lot happening. Um, where, where do we open? Um, I guess let's start with Brian Michael Bendis. Let's. Yeah, so <laughs> Bendis signed an exclusivity deal with DC to write for only DC and nobody but DC. Yeah. Um, you know, as somebody who's familiar with what's going on in the comics but not reading them individually it affects me but not like it affects you um just kind of talk about how he writes the things that you like and how you feel about the situation yeah so the main thing that i'm concerned about is ironheart is riri williams he introduced this character to uh kind of you know to be on the level almost instantly of a lot of other you know superheroes and only 15 and she's she's new she hasn't been around for more than two years now and she's only had her own title which is still called Invincible Iron Man but it's hers uh, for now uh, until they find Tony who's missing Um, but what happens to her what happens to to her story what happens to her character has there been a template left like when when Russo and Ferrara left uh jumped from WWE to, to W from WWF to WCW in uh, 1999 they left Vince with three or four weeks of TV yeah like we know this is kind of a scumbag move but you hit us with the ultimate scumbag move of doubling our our work our workforce our work uh, uh plate and no compensation. So we're, we're going. We're leaving to go to greener pastures. But we're not going to leave you in a complete lurch. So here's a template. Here's three, four weeks worth of TV to get you to get you through to you until you get organized with your writing staff. Hopefully Bendis left some kind of... And I, and I guess since he's gone, they wouldn't have to use it if they didn't want to. Uh-huh. Anyway. But he left some kind of, hey, this is the direction. This is how I, how I went this to tie into this in six months or a year and just give the next person that's going to write the Ironheart character a launching pad or something to, to, to work with, some sub, substantive. Um, and this, he's the second major major guy since I started reading comics almost two years ago. First was the King guy, 
Tim King, uh, somebody King, mm. who wrote the, um, what I thought, the, the, the amazing, one of the best 12 issues of anything I've ever read, the Vision uh, book, somebody King. I was looking forward. Oh, what's he going to do next? I'm, I'm all in. And then he left to go write Batman. Mm. And it was like. As you should. Gee, thanks, Mr. King. As you should. <laughs> so, uh, but Bendis, the second guy again in the last year or so to two years to jump to D.C. and sign uh, an exclusivity deal with them. I, what I do appreciate is how we've come full circle. Uh, you know, before it was you could only be exclusive. Then the writers gain more power, and as they should, because they're the drivers of the genre, and uh, and they could do kind of freelance and do whatever they wanted. Now they're cashing in and, and doing this exclusive stuff for, for specific companies. So it, it's interesting. No details have come out yet. I don't think, or none that I heard, what he's going to be writing. A lot of people think he might work, do something right Nightwing. Uh, there's a couple few other characters that I didn't necessarily recognize that they think he fits. Uh, but who knows? He might come up with something completely, completely new and different. And we're a year and we're a year away from it even being. Uh, like you mean fully fledged, right? Yeah. Or even like uh, uh, not released, but like for them to go, hey, we're doing this thing, and it's going to be out. Summer 19. Mm-hmm. You know, so we could be almost a uh, year and a half, two years away from something tangible in our hands reading the first thing by by Bendis. Yeah. Or we could be three months from, you know. Anything. Yeah, just jump right into it. Yeah. Like, yeah, we need you to right. cook right now, yeah. dog. And, and I wouldn't be surprised because because uh, Legacy is kind of, the Marvel Legacy is kind of even things out. Mm-hmm. The DC Rebirth has, I'm not going to say run its course, but they did a new another event. Metal's going on right now, so it's the excitement that was surrounded Rebirth a year ago is, is died down, and things have steadied and steadied off. And uh, DC might be, you know, probably looking for a shot, and Marvel's got just this strict string of successful movies driving. Yeah, you got to got to imagine driving people to comic shops in some degree, and you know, DC's probably. Through that, through a bus load of money. Out. One thing I saw somebody brought up, they were like, "Yo, do they even really care about the comics right now? Like, are you getting so much money off movies, even though you know the writers aren't necessarily like is trickle down economics real enough to the point where y'all getting so much money off these movies that you know you you don't mind losing that guy? Or oh, I thought that's where you're going. You're mm-hmm. subsidized like Disney's basically." Subsidizing Marvel's comic mm-hmm. division, paper or digital comic yeah. division, by making half a billion dollars in two weeks with. Because like, look, <laughs> like you, um, like Thor was great, and I haven't said that about a Thor movie. Um, I think uh, same guy Ted, I did the Suicide Squad uh, review with. I think we're gonna try to do Thor here in the next week, okay. but no, Thor was it was great. It was hilarious and endearing, and I. My critique of the first two is that they're dry and too serious, mm. whereas Chris Hemsworth is very good at comedy. Like he, he he seems totally self-aware, and but he's very good at the bro comedy. 
and is is great, and he's great, and Loki's always been great, and Tessa Thompson is fantastic. And uh, did you ever watch Summer Heights High on HBO? So I tried to get into that uh, in like '09 because I think Dre tried to put me on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Dre used to watch it. Just it's out there. Couldn't. Yeah, like. So, uh, like literally something in the first ten minutes, like every time, I would just be like, "All right, all right tomorrow, I, I swear, tomorrow I, I'm gonna come back and 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 it sat on my PS3 uh, hard drive for years, for about two or three years mm-hmm. until I just needed some space. Um, but I am familiar with it. Yeah. So at least the title. Yeah. So I would butcher the guy's name, uh, but basically. The guy from Summer Heights High is in uh, Thor, and he plays. Uh, did you ever watch uh, the Planet Hulk uh, animated movie? No, we read the, the action. Okay, so Rock Guy, Thor. when he's different in the not, uh, not thing. There's a Rock Alien guy who's <laughs> a great guy from Never in the Story. Yeah, basically, right? <laughs> basically. Um, gosh, now his name's gonna kill me. Because there's Falcor and there's a Treyu and there's Bastion with Orin and there's a childlike princess. And his name is who's the rock guy? Doesn't matter. He's just a golem or whatever. But anyway, um no, the the guy who plays rock guy in Thor is just so humorous. He's hilarious and it's perfect. Like it's it's such a good You had to get off Asgard to have a fun movie, I think. And they did that, and they and Hulk was great, and Jeff Goldblum was Jeff Goldblum, which is always great. And I think that we somebody should do a podcast about how Jeff Goldblum has played the same character for about forty years, and it's always good. Like, how many movies did he make before Jurassic Park? A bunch, like Earth Girls are easy, and The Fly, and a bunch of stuff. But I'm thirty one, so I saw The Fly because my stepdad's a sci fi geek. But I didn't see Earth Girls Are Easy. Like, I didn't know about the stuff. But he's always been the same guy, and it's good every time. And he was fantastic. And uh, it's just a great movie. It really is. And uh, Anthony Hopkins was great. And Doctor Strange was great. And Okay, enough about that. Yeah. Um, I guess my point is, they're going to make a bunch of money. Yeah. They've already made a bunch of money. Yeah, and right. they will because I think this is the first store where, like, the reviews are great after the fact. Not just like, oh, it was cool. It's like, no, this is great. You have to see it. I mean... You get that, I mean, not every Marvel movie you get that best Marvel movie reaction, mm-hmm. but this one, it's people aren't going, that's ridiculous. People are just saying best Marvel movie, and people are letting it live. Yeah, like, okay. Like, all right, all right. I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not mad. They're definitely saying it's the, by far the funniest, and nobody's disputing that. And there was an, a headline or something I read that one, one director who... Not Kevin Smith. Uh, one of these, not Judd Apatow. Somebody was responsible for the tonal change. So, okay. So the fact that they were like, "Look, we can mm. just have a let's just be a fun, just balls to the wall, yeah. hilarious movie. We can we can pull this off." And it was from the opening scene. It was just <laughs> it was hilarious, and it was, it's so good. But. Uh, yeah, they, they knew what they were doing. And there are rumors, apparently. Do you do you read, uh, or have you ever read Saga? I'm, I'm familiar. You're familiar yeah, with the yeah, characters, yeah. what they look like? Yeah. 
Tessa as Alana um, and somebody from SW, somebody Poe from SW. And I, did, I don't know what... Yeah, yeah. What, Star, oh, Star Wars. Yeah, Poe Dameron. Yeah, okay, yeah. Star, okay, duh. It has to be big to yeah. get just an initial that everybody yeah. would recognize. So, Star Wars, of course. So, yeah, uh, and him as... as, uh, as uh, I forget the guy's name. Okay. But no, Tessa Thompson was great. And she's gorgeous and bright. And what I mean by bright, like you just... You, like, when she's on screen, you want to be around her. Like she's she's great and she was tough and she was drunk all the time. It was great, it was perfect. Um, and like Thor being goofy around her and like it was great. You got to see it. It's perfect. Um, but okay, enough about Thor as a movie. Um, like as we as we segue away, let's keep talking about movies though. So there's talks of Disney buying the majority of 21st Century Fox. Which would probably include their movies, which would probably include X Men and Fantastic Four. Um, I don't know. I'm around guys smarter than me all the time, so when I listen to guys like like Chris and uh, and D Palm from uh, movie trailer reviews talk about it, it's kind of like. Whew. You don't want to get too far ahead of yourself, and you don't want to be that guy who says, "Okay, let's just throw X Men into the MCU." Like maybe they still have to be their own separate thing. But man, um, the possibilities, man. Like the fear that you have of somebody making a new Wolverine goes away when it's Marvel. Right. All oh, you you guys talk about that all the time. I've not seen. I think I saw the end of one of the Fantastic mm-hmm. Four, four movies. I saw the first two X Men, <clears throat> and but I hear all the oh the Fox one oh and the whole thing mm-hmm. Spider Man mm-hmm. and I hear all that. I'm just not. It's like I get why it's a big deal, mm-hmm. but because I'm not a fan particularly of those movies, like I'm not itching to see. The Fantastic Four on screen, no, I'm also even done not right. You should see the Fantastic Four. They're not my thing. Um, I'm I'm probably just too young to like care about the Fantastic Four. Like I even think they those were me. Yeah, like they were a phenom. Yeah, like I I think that Reed Richards is fascinating yeah. as as a character. I and, think yeah for my little brief. Uh, comic stuff in the early 90s. Yeah, they don't... And Franklin Richards is fascinating. Like, That's the kid. Yeah, he's he's super interesting, but like I don't really... And and I'm getting... And they have... They were in the Legacy One Shot that came out a month and a half or so ago. And they are still around. They showed Franklin and his sister zooming around the some, some far-off galaxy looking for something. And mm-hmm. they said, Dad's needs us to blah, blah, blah. So that's just a teaser of okay, you know the Reed family is still around. Mm. Reed Richards is still around. We've got a little taste of anti, anti Reed in the Ultimates. Um, so so I'll get a you know I've never again I've never personally read them or or cared for for them in the movies. Mm. I liked I loved the parody of them on the Venture Brothers. Yeah, uh, that was my no, they're fu- they're certainly funny to make fun of. Um, 
But no, so, but I mean, the X-Men stuff is where you get like, okay, this is a franchise or a studio who understands how to work with a team, who understands costuming, who understands uh, multiple characters at once. Like, again, It's not it, like, hey, we have these three giant stars in the movie. Yeah. What else do you want? Like... We we should we again we could do a whole show on how bad Holly Berry as Storm has been portrayed in X Men. Like you read Black Panther, like Storm showing up in Black Panther was one of the, the one of the best experiences I've had. You know, reading comic books like Storm and, and hearing she's going Tanahasi's going to write her book uh, starting here in the next you know six months to a year. Like she's a goddess. Yeah. She's worshipped as a goddess, and she was an afterthought in the X Men movies. Like they they had Holly Berry, and they just kind of right. What else? Again, what do you what else do you want? Here she is flying around, yeah. lightning. She's got white hair. Yeah, Storm. Like really, like nobody, nobody could somebody could argue the point, but nobody could convince me they've done more than three of those movies right. They don't understand how to do ensemble movies. Yeah, they they don't get it. Like, First Class was the closest. You know what they had to do with First Class to get it right? Nobody on the team was a star. Like, that's what had to happen. They were just true ensemble. Yeah, what's her name? Um, You know, like Rich would say, problematic white chick. Jennifer Lawrence? Yeah. She was... Like the biggest. Yeah, and she became a star after they'd already started with Hunger Games. Like, Hunger Games took off after that. You know what I'm saying? So, like and then they shifted over to her. Tatum came, yeah, Channing Tatum. Yeah, because Magic Mike came up. Yeah, and then all of a sudden they kill him off at the beginning of the movie. They're like we gotta reshoot this. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but no. Um, so like now, Marvel Studios they're reshooting some Kevin Spacey movie that's completely done, but they're reshooting all his scenes. So now we so now you know we have to talk about that. Thank you. Tremendous. I didn't even think. Wow. We try to keep this light. But we have to talk about that in a second. But no, um, it's exciting to see, you know, if that happens. Because you know that Marvel Studios takes care of their characters. They make people look important. They know. And again, the biggest thing, they know how to do team movies. And I don't think you can forget. I think they understand planning. They understand they're thinking about three movies down down the road. Mm-hmm. I, 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 I get. I don't, again, I'm not a big fan. I don't watch all of those Fox movies, but I'm not sure if that's probably you know if they have the same mm-hmm. interest in in long term booking, so to speak. They're more like, hey, a top shot this one, and we'll worry about making that story connect mm-hmm. when it's time to write that screenplay. Ah. Instead of thinking three movies that this isn't going to make sense in two years, three years when we try to do this. Yeah, it's good having a team. Who knows how to work with a team? So yeah, I'm excited to see what they do going forward. Um, leave Deadpool alone, though; he's fine. Let them just keep doing what they're doing. Like, I mean, I think the second movie is going to be good, yeah. and they're going to see that it's good, and they're smart enough to say, "Look, like, it's that thing in corporate America where, in order to justify your job, sometimes you change things that work because you have to justify why you're here. Mm-hmm. Y'all already got the money; just leave it alone. Like, we know that it works. Just right. let Deadpool cook." If you now, if you want to throw like you know, let Chris Evans walk through Deadpool in the Captain America costume, like that's fine. Just let him walk through, and let Deadpool you know 
lose his shit because it's Captain America and he loves him. But just, yeah. But uh, again, smarter people than me. They know what they're doing. Um, so since you brought it up, you want to talk a little? Kevin Spacey, Harvey Weinstein. The whole... Look, when this whole thing broke two or three weeks ago, I said the next shoe to drop is the the pedophilia stuff that's going on. I was like, that's the that's the logical. And then uh, and then Corey Feldman's back out there, like I've been telling y'all about this for years. Nobody wanted to listen, among other people who go who've been basically sounding sounding the alarm and 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 not getting anywhere or or getting hushed up or ignored or. Or, or whatever. Um, this hopefully is a, a watershed moment for all of this kind of stuff. Yeah. And it's not one of those, it's a big story for two or three months, and then we forget about it. And then yeah. a year later, when the next scandal breaks, we're like, oh, shock face, can you, can you believe what, what we just heard about this actor or director or, or pop star? You know how easy it is to leave people alone? Like in all seriousness, there are those of us who have very real problems, very real issues, and it causes us to do some really bad things. That's very true. But I'm not going to believe that happens at the frequency with which we're hearing about it. Like, I, I, I don't know. They say power is one of those things. It's addictive, and you can get drunk off of it. But at the same time, like... You could just be garbage. Yeah, I, I. It's one of those things where it's like, is it the culture of stardom that that exacerbates something that's there, but obviously without having hundreds of millions of dollars and, mm-hmm. and tons of power and movie studios and pe- people's money riding on you, you're allowed to get away with stuff, and it's. It's uh, it, it it really makes you think about before and when there wasn't. It's like when you see people, you know, black men and women getting shot in the back by the cops on camera. It's just like, well, there's just because there are cameras. Mm-hmm. Like just think when there weren't people, you know, uh, people. It's it's they do a skit on SNL. It's a recurring skit where they have. Typically, these women actors, and they talk about how things have changed in Hollywood mm-hmm. and breaking the glass ceiling. And then they have this grizzled old lady who's been in Hollywood since 1938, mm-hmm. and she's been through it all. Everybody's cop to feel, like, literally. Yeah. And it's like, and then, and then, and then, and then, and the, the Family Guy clips, it's, and then you realize like everybody knew, and yeah. they all just make jokes about it and just yeah. dealt with it in, in that. They had kind to process of, it like in, that in that way, mm-hmm. but until and it's it's just weird, just like with the Bill Cosby thing. It took one random, it took Hannibal Burrs doing a set in Philly to get videotaped and to go viral to yeah. make the Bill Cosby thing a big deal. Yeah, again, and it just took. Uh, um, I wonder if Harvey Weinstein. Like, I wonder if he sits back and looks at all this, like, "Yo, that was me." Yeah, I've I've heard him. All, you know, he talked about it on, uh, or doesn't. Talk well, about I mean, it, like, but not even that. I mean, I know that before. Like when I'm not talking about the time between, like when he said no, that in like the recently. roast. 
Yeah, but I mean, like, the Weinstein stuff, even. Oh. Like, I wonder if he's like, yo, that was, even though that wasn't me directly, that was kind of me. Hmm. You know, like, and then Kevin Spacey, man, you just, you hear a new thing every couple of days, and you're just like. This last one with the, that happened last summer, it's like, oh, because when you heard this apology last week, you're like, oh, okay. You know. you're, like, you're still garbage, but. Yeah. I can't really. You know, he came out, he owned it, but it's like, yeah. oh, oh. Because you knew you had. He was like, I gotta get it. He had that speech ready, dog. He's like, I gotta get it. That speech was in the chamber. (laughs) It was on the back of one of his House of Cards scripts. (laughs) I got, I got in the chamber and hope for the best, and the best didn't come. No, man. You know, it just takes one person, and that's that's the thing. Mm -hmm. Just take it takes one person. You know, anybody that's been like uh, victimized in any kind of way. I mean, Mm -hmm. James Vanderbeek, like when he came out and was like, "Yo," when I was. Like, young Dawson's Creek James Vanderbeek executive, like, jumped on me. Mm. Like, it was crazy. Um, who, who uh, Somebody said, uh, I forget who it was, but they, they came up to him, stuck their whole hand down his pants. Like, it's a lot going on. Like, it's... Well, that, well, that was... Was that Spacey, mom, too? The, the kid's mom. Yeah. said that about Spacey. Got him drunk and then went in his pants. <sighs> it's... And then the whole... Oh, the Terry Crews... He, yeah, he, I saw the guy it. guy. But that, he, yeah. he was, I don't know if he was pressured or yeah. if he just was like, I got people, too many mm-hmm. people are asking who, who are you talking about? I have this, I got to I saw that they named the guy though, yeah. And then they named like that, that director or that producer yeah. or whatever. It's like, and then, and, and, and the next thing, it's not just, people think it's just going to be. It's like my Brett Ratner finna be out of here, man. Ratner and somebody, what did I see? Somebody. It was an article. It was like mm-hmm. Ratner and other star are accused or, or something. Again, this is just you know scrolling through Facebook or Twitter, and you just see so much shit. Um, but um, yeah, I forgot what I was going to say. It's a lot. Oh, it's it's people think it's going to be confined to like Hollywood and stuff and again when the kid the child stuff the pedophile stuff that's going to be a shoe that's going to drop just like they think that stuff's going to be harder they're going to but it's going to drop that shoe is going to drop eventually and then it's going to go into other industries and you know the tech stuff and all kinds I mean Roy Roy Moore politicians are already you know people are emboldened in a good way to, to expose people for being because, rapists. And I mean, and if we, and, and, yeah, and, and it's weird because I have these conversations with people like, and they're like, yo, like women were okay with it when they knew, you know, they had to do it to get ahead. And it's like, oh, like you can't simplify it like that. Like when I, they, first off that first sentence, oh, they were, but they I mean, okay when you, when you have the, yeah, but you can't simplify that like that. It's like, look, like. I'm not even, you can't talk about it in context of they they needed to get rich. So they say, hey, I'm going to get rich. That's what I need to do. No, a lot of us react like that in the moment to things that we can't control out of fear of what would happen if we don't. Like, you work hard all your life to get to a spot. It's hard to, to give that all up in a single moment. Regardless of what the. It. Yeah, exactly. You, rationalizing you go, I'm not hurt. Yeah. I'm fine. Maybe my feel okay. I'm, I'm a little, you know, I was embarrassed or or and whatever those feelings. Mm-hmm. But I got this check that's still going to come every mm-hmm. week. My family's going to be fed. I got a job the next year, and I'm not putting myself in jeopardy of losing. And 
you know, I'm not a troublemaker. Because yeah. that's the last thing you want to be labeled in, 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 the, yeah. in any industry. I still want to uh, work. He's a troublemaker. Yeah. She's a troublemaker. You know, hard to work with. You know, get yourself blackballed. Because, again, just like in, in wrestling we talk about, there's a guy coming that's clawing, that's willing to take that abuse. Mm-hmm. That's, that, and, and take your, have, to, to have your spot. Uh, right behind you. So if yeah. you go go slip up or, or do whatever, he's right there. She's right there. Um, yeah, same thing. So there's some shoes that are going to drop. Yeah. We, we've done enough of this. Yeah. Let's get to the fun Talk stuff. Some flash. Yo, Flash continues to be really joyous and light and there was, fun. There was one or two parts in this episode that I was like, all right, y'all. And again, if I never told you, I don't think you'd be thinking about it like that. But because you know, it's just like, yeah, they're having a lot of fun. They're having a lot of fun. It just, it just was when we get to it, I'll, it'll probably I'll be reminded. But it was just a little extra, like oh, that worked. And then oh, I didn't need that little extra, you know, yeah. extra sprinkle of, of, of sweetness on it. So you're not an X Men movie guy, right? You're not, uh, you haven't watched The Gifted yet, I don't think. Again, Gifted, keep watching it. Another great episode. They, oh God, they know what they're doing. It's so smart. I feel about those M words. Maybe X Men is a thing that is best done on TV. Because Legion, I, and I even tell people, I've watched every episode of Legion. I can, I consider myself, and people seem to consider me a smart person. Sure. Legion is over my head, and I admit that. Like they, they do a lot visually and a lot of callbacks, and they do that thing where if you blink, you miss it. So go back and watch it. I don't go back and watch anything if I don't catch it the first time, or if it's not necessary for life and death mm. or or financial reasons. I'm not gonna look at it again. Right. Or if it's like The Office, like everybody else, I'll binge it. Right. But no, I, I'm not gonna watch it again. But the gifted is just my speed. It's mutants against the establishment trying to survive. It's just so smart. And then the backdrop is, and you see it through the lens of different families, really. Um, this last week was about how the main government agent chasing them lost his daughter at a they at a park. And when I say lost, she died. Lost her. They were at a park adjacent from a mutant peace rally. And you don't see what happens. You just hear yelling and it gets out of hand. And some mutant uses their powers. And it's basically like uh, I told you about with the first Civil War. How yeah, Nitro Wanda explodes. No, not, 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 not Wanda, but Nitro explodes. And there happens to be a bus full of children there. And they die. It's just, it's that. But you never see it. So you understand why this guy has... This hatred towards mutants. Like you get it. You understand his motivation. And then they do something bad to him. Not on purpose. But it's just it's just a good, clean show. It just makes sense. You understand everybody's motivations. Yeah. And we're at a point in 2017 where computers are good enough. You don't have to pay a whole bunch for special effects. But you see everybody's powers. They, they manifest. It's just good. And watch The Gifted. It's funny, I talk about this pretty much every week, and every week, a couple of people tweet me, and they're like, yo, you keep talking about it, 
I erased it off my DVR. Now I gotta go back and watch it. I'm like, no, steal that shit. You yeah. do gotta go back and watch <laughs> or, it. Or go in your settings, recover this show. Yeah, it's good. You do you need to watch it. It's a good show. My man is actually a writer for Sony. Um, when I say a writer, I don't wanna big him up too much. He's he's a grad student interning at Sony, okay. but he's a great guy, my man Roosevelt. And he's like, yo, I got it. I erased it from my DVR. I'm like, yo, you specifically need to get on your job and you need to watch this. You got to see it. Um, but yeah, shout out to him. He's it's crazy. Like he's going to be, you know, director or producer or writer. And he encourages this thing that we do. He, he's a fan. So shout out to Roosevelt. my man. Um, okay, We're, we've been sitting here for like 45 minutes just looking at elongated man's jaw. All that chin. So much chin on Ralph Dibney. Um, so let's go. Yeah, we're, we're in. Oh, gotta go to mute. We're in the Dibney business now. Um, and they're training him and he's doing his stretchy thing. Yo, he <laughs> does a back bend and leans all the way around the corner, basically. I mean, who knows? He's still going as they're having their conversation. He's stretching all throughout the... uh... And here's what I missed because I had a million things going on. They're already trying to track DeVoe from the jump. They're like, no, we got to go get him. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Barry's like, hey, we know we got a heads up twice. Mm -hmm. We know DeVoe's one of my greatest enemies. And they're trying to realize... They're trying to tell him, hey, there's there's thousands of DeVoe's. In this state? In this, this, yeah, in this local area. Yo, and then Felicity pops up. We gotta talk about how fine Felicity is, dog. We always have to talk about how fine Felicity is. Like, just, and they know. Like, I, I don't know how she actually looks when she's not fine. Like, in her, she has to be, right? And they unfine her just enough <laughs> to where you might be confused if she's fine, but she's fine. But no, she shows up with balloons and she's here for the Bachelorette party because Barry and I are to get married. And she's awkward and talks about how fifty five percent of people get divorced. Yeah. And oh, but not not you guys though. Yeah. It's, you know, you guys are great. And she sees Dibney coming back around the corner, and she's like, "I'm out of here." Yeah. And she does not want to well, see. Well, all she sees on. is the the lower half. She's, yeah. Just stretched out, and and that that was one of the like moments where it's like. But again, you got it. But this is the thing, though. They even when a meta does show up on Arrow. They make a point of saying how weird it is because they don't deal with metas. So they, they okay, do yeah. abstain from that when they can. So, yeah, again, like, look at Iris next to Felicity. Mm-hmm. Iris, you know, fine as wine. Like, Iris is tough. Yeah. But they, you know, they juxtapose a little bit. But Felicity pulls her hair down, puts on the evening gown, boy. Super tough. Like, Caitlyn is the third toughest out of this crew. Right. And Caitlyn is tough. Default. Like, yeah. it's just because, hey, sorry. You, you know, so it's because someone has to come in yeah. there. And then Caitlyn puts on the white hair this episode. And you're like, oh, now I got to rejuggle my stats. Right. right. Yeah. Ralph Dibney's comeback, too. Yeah. <laughs> Ralph Dibney. Yo, so uh, Joe's fiance's daughter is holding the ultrasound. And they talk about Doctor Who. Okay, so Doctor Who is a show in this universe. That's not the only pool. We have to talk about the other pool later. Uh, but then Cisco and Wells walk in with a telescope and a bottle of liquor. Is that what that was? A telescope? Yes. 
And then, uh, yeah, Joe greets Cecile and her daughter. Everybody's kicking it. They're going out. Joe tells her no drinking like she doesn't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cecile got the mad cleavage going the whole Super tough. episode. I was Super like, tough. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah. I'm that stare. Yo, Cisco says, turn off the lights. Harry's going to get the brandy. Uh, warm up the glasses. Like Harry wasn't having it. He tried yeah. to force some booze. Oh no! So yo, Cisco didn't have a telescope; it was a screen. Oh right, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. And they watch home movies. Yo, and I think I wonder if this is really Grant Gustin as a kid. I think some of them probably are. Yeah. yeah Ewok level chub, like they're watching, like Barry. This is your life. That looks like him. Him and Iris's kids with the little dinosaur, and they got married. Oh, so cute. And Joe is, like, realizing, like, that they're kids and he was young when they were kids. Even though they put a hat on him to cover up that hairline. Yeah, because... yeah, they put the fedora on. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and then Dibney shows up. It is in his, yeah. in his scumbag suit. Like, with, yes. the, with the awful with the, with shirt. With the Kanye collar popped. <laughs> Yo. terrible. And he knew what was going on even though nobody told him because right. he's, again, he's a, a great detective. Yeah, they and do. I love how they're they're sticking with because Disney walks in, he's like, "Hmm, this house is." And Cisco goes, mm-hmm. "Bitching." So they're not letting go of that. This house is bitching line. Yeah. that Barry said when he was, you know, yeah. weird Barry when he first came out the Speed Force. I, I hope that makes. I hope they pay that off. Yeah. at some point, maybe in the in the uh, mid season finale. That that's your running joke that you need. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I mean, come on, I'm invested now. Yo. So, Cisco has a night plan, like, steaks and cigars. cigars. steaks, and a nice movie. Yeah. Classic, yeah. classy bachelor party. And, yeah, yo, <laughs> even if you didn't see the previews, as soon as Dimmy's like, yo, I can take us to a, steak, a place where the steak is Wait, great. and it's- first he goes, $50 a steak? Yeah. Are you kidding me? At the, at the, at the yeah. restaurant he names. He's like, I can take you to a place, yeah, you get four steak. $4.99. Steak for $4.99. And chicken. And All we, you can eat. We already, like, I know immediately. I was like, they go to a strip yeah. club with a buffet. Yeah. That's the last place I want to eat. And he's like, come on, guys, let's go. And Wells is with the shits. Yeah, Again, yeah. he's a genius, so he knows what's cracking. <laughs> and yeah. And no, he killed the brandy. Brandy and is with it. Yeah, he got stress in life, man. His daughter kicked him off the superhero team. Mm-hmm. He's just trying to get down. Didn't he probably do pool man trim though? Yeah, he's a scumbag. Yeah. Just not at work. When he tries to hit on women whose spouses he found out cheated. Yo, so they're at a fancy restaurant. Yo, Iris has a sash on. Everybody's wearing boas. And you gotta oh, you don't watch Arrow, but Felicity and Oliver just got back together. Okay. So Felicity's peak Felicity. And she got her hair down now. And 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 Iris notices Caitlyn knocked back two straight Yo. glasses of champagne. She swears she'd be on Sunday Fun Day. Oh, and she tried to get out of this. Yeah. She tried earlier. From the jump. She tried to, and then you realize why. Uh, Bad haircut eyeball shows up. Yeah, Snake Eye shows up. And she does a great job of gulping. Yeah. Like, you can't teach that. I get it. She's legit nervous. And I just thought this was like a bit of uh, this was This was bad on Caitlyn's part. Like not not put, handling she it. She put all her friends in danger by not by being all coy and making them figure out that this guy was dangerous. 
and for his snake to come out of his eyeball for him to you know yeah and she's yo yeah, Felicity, Felicity thinks he's a stripper and she wants him to get naked in the restaurant She's like, take it all. He pops his eyeball out and falls into their champagne glass. Felicity's like, I meant your pants, yeah. not your eyes. And he has some type of parasite. Some kind of weird, weird worm. Three-pronged snake. Squid worm, thing. Tentacle deal coming out of Coming his eye. all out his eye. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like, he doesn't seem to be particularly fast or strong or powerful. But he that thing, that yeah. That thing seems to at least you know, have enough control over everything. Well, that's a hell of a, uh, you know, hell of a psychological weapon. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yo, <laughs> and F- yo, Felicity's not scared, though. She started to hit him with a chair. Iris comes at him with the tray, mm-hmm. and he fights. He, but he, he pushed, has some durability. I mean, it's, some kind of, it's strong. It mm-hmm. pushed her down. Yeah. And they and make yeah. a point to tell Cecile to stay back. Yep. And Caitlin's like, yo, chill out. And he won't chill out. And she goes frosty on him. Yeah. Yo, and he was hyped when she showed up. That's what he desired. Yo, she stripped the bow off. And he reached at her. And yo, she shot him out the window. Mm-hmm. Straight out the front Blasting window. with an ice blast. And then uh, she ridicules her outfit. Yeah. I hate pink. Yeah, Killer Frost would never wear that. Yo, and then she takes the champagne bottle to the head. Mm-hmm. Drinks it and burps out some ice. Because reasons. Yo, Barry is so mad they're in the strip club, yo. And they're at, you know, typical... It, and it ain't like TV, the fire strip club. T, and, and it's, you know, TV yeah. strip club. where It might be the strip club in Belly. <laughs> the Golden Booty. Yeah, but no, nobody's... Has it. The Golden Booty! That's actually the name. Mm-hmm. Which is great, by the way. But nobody, you would never go to a strip club called the Golden Booty. Because it's... It's too on the nose. Yeah. Super cornball. Yo, and then Ralph. <laughs> she knows Ralph when he is. walks in, yo. He's got a plaque up on the wall. Number yo, one customer. Number one customer. Yeah, he's just... And he's drunk in the picture. Scumbag. Great. Bouncer yo. comes up, confiscates everybody's phone. Yo, I mean, Joe should have been like, I'm a cop. Like, I got a homegirl with the college wit who... Uh, her dad was a U.S. Marshal. So when he went to UT games, he kept his strap on him. Like, I'm a U.S. Marshal. Like, I gotta have my strap. Um, Yeah, I'd keep my phone. And be Snapchatting away, boy. Ah. Yo, so Cisco whipped up a concoction to get Barry drunk. Yeah, well, to get Barry buzzed is buzzed what he thought. all night. Yeah. Lightly buzzed all night. Yo, and then as they're walking away, it shows the bouncer carrying the phones, and it's Iris calling Barry on the phone. Yeah, so they were 20 seconds away from... If Barry didn't take that drink, how fast would they have handled this? Yeah, it wouldn't have been an episode. True. Exactly. Yeah, we need these things for plot. Yo, so they're back. They all went back to Star Labs with Caitlyn. Or with Killer Frost. And she's telling them, like, yo, Caitlyn should have told you what was going on. I guess y'all ain't friends like you thought you were. Mm-hmm. She was about to leave. Because mm-hmm. she can't. She got some stuff she can't handle. Yo, and she wants to get out that outfit so bad, she straight takes her top off in front of everybody. 
Yeah, and I just thought this was one of those things. I get that... why they turned around though, because if we're to believe Caitlyn and Killer Frost have different personalities, Caitlyn doesn't want them to see her naked, so that was decent as friends. I mean, it's essentially. I'm just saying the idea. It, like, if a woman gets an, like, if they were guys, I would expect that reaction. Mm-hmm. Oh, hey, hey, I'm not supposed to see you like that, but mm-hmm. you know, we're led to believe. You know, but here's another maybe thing: it's, is, maybe, yeah. maybe I'm letting you know pornography mm-hmm. taint, no pun intended, uh, my <laughs> my outlook on mm-hmm. you know women's relationships. But you know they love to get naked in yeah. front of each other, and it's not a big deal. Two things: one, Killer Frost outfit is awesome yeah. in that jacket. Two, what they establish in this episode is that even though they're friends, they're not friends. They are not they so are that's, friends. Yes, yeah, that's what they established. <laughs> and Iris was not happy mm-hmm. that she thought over that one. Yeah. <laughs> and then you went back and thought about it and you were like, yeah, they do just hang out at work. Yeah. Yo. <laughs> so Dibney reaches across two booths to make change. I think he was trying to steal that money. He clearly was money. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. And then Cisco realizes he gave Barry too much to drink as he's telling everybody in the strip club that he's the Flash. I'm the Flash. And he's gone. He's like, come on, Barry. Let's walk this off. Yeah. He's like, or run it or off. Run it off. Because, because I'm, the fla- I'm the Flash. And everybody loves him for it. South Congress and the Pro Wrestling Torch East Coast cast have two online stores to buy shirts, hoodies, stickers, mugs, notebooks, and more. Visit redbubble.com and tpublic.com and search Seahawk to see all of the merchandise. We run specials every few weeks, so join the South Congress and East Coast Cast Facebook fan pages for all the details on our online specials and promotions. Our people must claim that all the time. And this was awesome. Yeah. He's like, you. Yeah. That's all he does. He just makes a whooshing yeah. noise. He's like, yeah, no, I just went to the bar and got some peanuts. And he's like, Barry, you didn't move. He's like, or did I? Ridiculous. So at least he wasn't drunk to the point where he was blatantly showing off. His, yeah. Uh, I was worried about that when he when he started getting drunk. Yo, so then the next dancer comes up, and who is it? Cecile's daughter. And yo, she doesn't even get to the first dip, Not and either. Joey is shook. <laughs> <laughs> it's like in Varsity Blues, speaking of James Vanderbilt. It's not a teacher, yo. Teacher's game showing over to mm-hmm. Oh, hey, class. <laughs> you know they shot that here? In Austin? That that particular scene. That was at the landing strip. Oh, wow. Yeah. It was like, I ain't going to the, you're not going to the Yellow Rose because the guy got shot. In the no, head. they literally needed to go to the landing strip to, for the effect. Uh, but yeah, because that's the only, like, it looks like if you didn't go three miles north, three miles south, it looks like a strip club in a small town. Because, reason. I've said too much about things I know. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> yo, so Killer Frost goes to this club, right? It's a like a giant rave. It's like Blade 2. And or Blade 1. Wait, there's a guy in line that grabs her arm, and she grabs his back and freezes his wrist. He's like, mm-hmm. She's like, oh, yeah. Because touching people, who you know, she makes a line yeah. about, you know, unwanted touching, and it was awesome. Yo, and and she's just frosty with everybody. Yeah. You know, pun absolutely intended. So she's in there talking to your girl, Amionette, which is a great name. And I'm trying to figure out, well, you know because I only read like the first two books of The Wicked and Divine, mm-hmm. which I need to mail back to Rich right away. Um, and I think the main character was named Amionette. 
but I, I didn't read enough to like it deals with magic and, mm-hmm. and, and gods and goddesses and stuff. So I wasn't. Uh, I don't know enough about the character to know if there was any parallels between that and this amulet. So what you gather from it is that she's worked for her. You see the henchman there by her side, and this is the guy every time. Then all these episodes, he's like, Amunet needs to see you. Yep. And after that's all he ever said to her, Amunet needs to see you. Yeah, she wants you back. Mm-hmm. Yo, and so they're in the club. Yo, everybody in the... Yo, somebody comes up and offers Felicity some dope. Mm-hmm. It's this bright yeah. blue liquid. Yep. And then you look and everybody has a vial. Yeah. The whole club. Like, I don't even... Did people even pop X like that? People are never as blatant doing drugs as they are on TV. Yes. Because you have to have that effect. You got to show, but no, every, you you guys got to understand, everybody in this scene, like, like, with the last shot, the last shot, nobody had dope. I don't know if they hit a note in the song or like a verse in the song, but everybody pulled it out. Maybe it's like the second verse on Nucky If You Buck. Everybody knows it, like when it goes, yeah, we Nucky and then Bucky. I don't know. But yo, okay, so they go to the back of the club. Super skinny dude is chained up. Aminet just kicked him in his chest. And what you gather, you see him cr- like tearing up, and it's the same color Bright as the tear. as the drug. Fluorescent tear. Yo, and she inhales it, and it's like fire, and you see it burn through her cheeks. He's he's well, dope. Like, yeah, it makes her cheeks translucent. Yeah. And they show it like to, to show the we will call him Joel Santana. He's human crack in the flesh. But yeah, his tears are literally the purest drug anybody's ever seen. Yeah. And they want to unleash it on Central City. And cook the whole city. What if they just, like, listen, if they really had a budgeted CW, I would just have Drake playing in the background. <laughs> I'm just saying you can do better. Just crying. Just tearing. But yeah, so Amunet wants Killer Frost to be her heavy. And she's going to cut her in on 10% of the dope. I find 15% yeah. and not killing you right now is a bonus for your misguided yeah. rebellion. I've got forgiveness in my kidneys. And yo, she, I think you made a heart. She's like, so no. She said it. I was like, no, that's a drug reference. Killer yeah. Frost, like, come on. Your heart don't process. Mm-mm. The drugs, it just swells up and stops. She's, I don't know what she's from. Actually, you know what? She looks really familiar as we go through this scene. Let's see if we can find it. Let's see. She's got a decent enough accent, accent that I bet it's not uh, a gimmick. She's probably a real British actress. Yo, announces return to wrestling. Ooh. We're going to feel stupid in a second. Uh, it's Katie Sackhoff. Why does that name sound familiar? No? Not doing it for you? Okay. Because I'm stupid. Where is she from? Battlestar Galactica. That's exactly what she's from. Yeah. So who's returning to wrestling? What are you talking about? Uh, I, I have to keep reading. But no, she won... Best Supporting Actress. Uh, she won a, four Saturn Awards for Best Supporting Actress. And yeah, yo, did you? You, I, I know you're a selective sci-fi guy. That's a great show. 
Like that's worth going back and finding on Battlestar Galactica. She's really that's the one good. with the Cylons. Yeah. yeah, and that's what Witcher is from too. Jason Momoa before he did uh, Game of Thrones. Yeah, she was in. That's where I know her from. She was in Riddick, which is where they have one of the weirdest. She's clearly a lesbian, but Riddick is so manly and tough that they end up together. That stupid <laughs> shit. But I really like that movie. I feel like they Most took people do, and I, I'm hung up yeah. on the fact that he got this. Tremendous futuristic dope ass eye surgery for a pack of cigarettes. I was like, come on, man, I just can't get past that. I just sat there the rest of the movie as he's doing these eye things, like he bought that he paid I for mean, that with a pack of cigarettes. You make it sound like in our time some of the best tattoos aren't in prison. That's, that's, yeah, this tattoo is not gonna allow me it's not come on, man. You can't compare getting a, ta- a dope tattoo to this sur- eye surge intricate eye surgery that allows me to like see the dark and heat signatures or Why can't I? Because you can't. How do you kill a vampire, Travis? <laughs> Silver bullet. Yeah, you sure? <laughs> no, I think I, you can kill it however you want, because they're not real. <laughs> Do whatever you want. You can literally kill a vampire uh, by roller skating into them. What's that got to do with paying for surgery, eye surgery with a pack of cigarettes? What's the currency in Riddick? <sighs> Jeff- Jeffrey dollars? <laughs> like, <laughs> you want you want there to be rules, <laughs> but there aren't rules. Yeah. I tell you what I didn't like about Riddick though. Like as we say that, right? I hate how Riddick overcame you know, uh, all these odds to become leader of the, uh, what were they? Not the Nocturnals, but the, uh, so that movie, the 2000 Chronicles of Riddick. They're, uh, necromancers, uh, necromongers is what they are. He did all that to win. And guess what? In the first 10 minutes. Oh, you never seen Riddick. You seen Chronicles of Riddick. Riddick is the one with Batista in it. Yeah, I saw the one that from ninety nine or two thousand. Okay, no, there's a the last one is from a couple of years ago, um, with Batista, and this is the one she's in, Katie Sackhoff. Okay. But um, yeah, he did all that uh, to take over the Necromongers, and basically, he's disposed of in the first fifteen minutes because they send him off to go look for the remaining Furians. By the way, Carl Urban, uh, who plays uh, Va- is it Vago? Is that his name? The, the Furian who wanted to take over, but didn't get it. Oh, if you talk, if this is Riddick, like, I don't know. But no, 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 just, just bring it back. You don't remember, but there was Riddick. There was the guy he killed at the end. And there was the guy who almost killed him, who didn't get to be king, basically. So he gets rid of Riddick in the first 15 minutes. But this is basically the same guy who played Dredd and Judge Dredd in the latest movie. He's in Thor. He's in Ragnarok. And he's fantastic. Like, so you read some Marvel. Executioner is who he plays. And he has the math. Well, he doesn't. He, but he has the axe. And he's, he's great. Like, somebody's listening to this. Basically, he, uh, you've seen Thor 1 and 2, right? Yep. So you know how Idris Elba basically lost his job. Uh, as the, the gates. Yeah. Or whatever, yeah. Carl Urban takes over as the gate guy. Right, and there's this scene, which is again, it's not a spoiler. Yeah. He's basically got some hoes with him at work, telling them how he's the man now. 
how he controlled the gate. And he messes up so bad. But that flips into him eventually being like a big deal in the movie. And Carl Urban is just... Yeah, Carl Urban is great. He's great and great in that movie. Um, okay, so we're back on. We're back in Star Labs. Oh, no. That's actually a preview of how Barry tried to punch Dibney and lost. Yeah. So now we're back in Star Labs again. Caitlin's like, yo, that was Aminette Black. And they're like, and they know who she is. Immediately. Uh, Linked to the metahuman yeah. black market, stolen technology. She out here doing her thing. Mm-hmm. And then Frost explains how she knows her that Caitlin uh, went to her to get some tech to try to stay Caitlin. Yeah. Stay in control of this Caitlin and suppress Killer Frost. Got out of hand. She ended up working for her. And Which is super interesting because on the flip side, we're watching on Arrow. Diggle is taking a drug to basically enhance his senses, stabilize his hand. Man. Yeah. So, like, yeah, everybody's on that dope. Drugs in comics is a really interesting thing. Like when Batman was on that Venom. Like, it's, yeah. <laughs> the cover of... Uh... Oh, Green Arrow has Green some. Arrow. Yo, Speedy was on that dope, son. <laughs> Speedy was on that dope, golly. And they weren't like it wasn't like whatever you say. So it wasn't nose. pixie dust. He was on heroin, heroin dog. Yeah, like he was close to death. He was doped up. Wasn't no fiction like they in fictional cities, but they be having real drugs in DC. It wasn't like Grand Theft Auto Three where spank. spank. <laughs> Was on their spike, and every and then they, as soon as they got the vice city, they're like, No, this is cocaine. you know what? Coke, crack, <laughs> we, we call it, it is what it is. <laughs> Who is that El Burro selling that spike out the van, dog? Oh my god, so good. Uh, but yeah, so they're trying to figure out how to help Caitlin, and now Joe is talking to his future stepdaughter, mm-hmm. and she's writing a book about feminism. And then Dibney's like, I'll buy that book, scumbag. So she's explaining, like, you know, you know, the world's dictated by the male gaze yeah. and the patriarchy and writing a book about powerful, strong women. We can wear anything. Bikinis, pantsuits, stripper outfits. Or, or, or nothing. nothing. Feminism. And, uh, yeah, Dibby continues to scum it up and, and Cisco's basically like, you know, calm down, yeah. man. Barry is filthy right now. Barry's covered in barbecue yeah. sauce and he's Love chicken wings so much. He loves chicken wings, and he's just you know going through all kinds. I of feel him. Different stages of, of spicy lemon eggs. pepper. I feel you, Barry. I yeah, I don't metabolize it like you do, but I feel you. <laughs> yo, and so Caitlin's making a new plan. She's like, yo, I'm just gonna get out of here. Yeah, I know a per- I know a guy who can zap me, uh, to, who can uh, vibe me to a different dimension, breach me to a different dimension. Or a different earth, and I can live my life. And she really does. And she's like, who? Live as a killer? As Killer Frost? Yeah. You know, giving her a little guilt trip. And she's like, you could have killed him back in the Gap, but you didn't. Like, you there's... killed Cisco six months yeah. ago, but you didn't. You're yeah. a decent, good person underneath it. I just don't know why you don't want to accept it. <laughs> she's like... He's like, yo, I know what Caitlyn looks like when she's scared. You have the same look in your eyes right now. Yeah. And she realizes you're just as afraid of being Caitlyn as Caitlyn is of being Killer Frost. Yeah. And then, and then realizing that they're getting a little too close. Yeah. And she's letting herself, you know, she's like, if you want to keep your hand, I suggest you will. Yep. You and know, this is my I first, like, tough girl facade. Like, oh, come on, Caitlyn. 
This was my first Incredible Hulk like moment where I was like, no, like these people. That that was I think the most important thing to the mythos. Like they don't like each other. Who Iris and Frost? No, 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 no. Hulk and Banner. Oh, like not just Banner doesn't like the Hulk. Oh, Hulk oh, doesn't Banner. like Banner because oh, he's a puny human. Yeah, he doesn't like Banner. Like they Man. they are two distinct things, and, and it's like. It's just an amazing story. Um, Even was it was it Cecile or somebody that yelled out? It this comes is, out. Yeah, yeah. This is, yeah, like the Incredible Hulk, mm-hmm. which was great. Oh no, it was Smoke. It was Felicity yeah. that said it. Yo, let's talk about the stripper who just walked up on them being super tough. Um, yeah, and yo, apparently he's what he stole some money from the stripper, and so yo, they break his picture, and he's Dibney is incensed. He's not fighting the bouncer, but. What I thought was, I, I mean, with bodes for Dibney's, you know, future as a hero, he, he no didn't powers. immediately stretch Armstrong mm-hmm. and start punching people from across the room. Which is even his natural reaction now. That's some control. So, like, yeah. Yeah. But he went hands, boy. So, yo, Caitlin pulled up on Amunet. Amunet got... A, a, I got this bullshit-ass bag of yeah. shrapnel. Oh, shrapnel. <laughs> Like you gotta carry that with you everywhere. That's the thing, though. I, this is why I like this. Come on. One, they're on a budget. Two, she ain't Magneto. She can't just pull from Everything. the metal on your jacket. Lord. Yo, they do this thing in. Uh, and I don't want to take away from her fight scene. And again, I anybody who's listening to this, I absolutely apologize for not realizing this is Shorty from Battlestar Galactica. Because she's dope. And in Riddick, she's dope. And she's legit. Like, she whoops some ass in Riddick. She's great. Uh, but they do this thing in The Gifted. Because you know what Polaris is, right? Um, I've heard the name. I know. Okay. Oh, oh, oh! She's the one that lights up. Uh, is she the one that gives off light? No, no, no. She has the same powers as Magneto. Oh, she's yeah, green daughter. hair. Adopted daughter. But, uh, cause Scarlet Witch is his real daughter. Yeah. But, uh, you know, the green hair, she's on team X factor, same power as Magneto. So she, uh, Stephen Moyer from True Blood, you watch True Blood at all? Okay. Stephen Moyer is probably considered the main character on The Gifted. He's a prosecutor and they're stuck in a van. Uh, and she can't use her powers, right? Because they have another mutant that the uh, the Sentinel services have basically tamed to use his powers. And his powers are to dull everybody else's powers. So uh, Thunderbird, who's... Thunderbird's an awesome character. Because he's strong and fast and heals and he's Native American. He's great. But he knocks him out, right? Knocks so, out the dampener. Yeah. So Polaris and uh, Strucker. I don't know why they named him Strucker. Strucker. Because, like, that's, you know, Baron Vaughn Strucker from Captain America, but they're not related to them, apparently. Yo, she pulls out the metal screws from his knee and uses it. Like his, like his, yeah, like, because she told him one time he came to see her, but when they were on opposite sides, he's a prosecutor. She came to see him in prison, and she's like, yo, I could just rip them shit out of you right now, yo, and starts to pull on him a little bit, and then she realizes he's, like, trying to help her in the moment, so she can't. She was like, yo, I don't have any way to get us out. And he was like, yo, take him. Rips him out and stabs the other guy. It's amazing. So Amunet apparently, you know, 
She needs her medal. That's awesome. I mean, no, that's they're high, great high for him to sacrifice his yeah. knee like that. But so you've he, seen, yeah. He, but he was. I mean, fuck him. He did it to save his family. But anyway, that's a good show. But like even in the X Men movies where. Uh, what Mystique had the guard ingest some metal. Yeah. Or actually stabbed yeah. him when he thought he was going to get the draws. Mm-hmm. And then Magneto pulls it out. Like, she doesn't have those kind of powers. But she'll bring her bucket, though. Magneto's just sensitive. He felt it. Something's yeah. different about you today. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, Amunet, I like how... But again, I like how they even centralize her powers. Like, she makes a big glove and then throws it at you. Yeah. You, know, you thought she was... She said you thought she was going to breach into the sunset? You owe me your life. And so that shows you how much power Aminet has as far as like underground meta mm-hmm. through like they said she's she's like a black market mm-hmm. meta person. So she knows all the like underground meta folks and mm-hmm. she's got her ears, she's got her she, bird. She's birdies. whooping Caitlin with this metal glove, yo. Like Killer Frost is out of there. And then the police show up. Mm-hmm. What they gonna do? Gonna need plastic bullets. And I is there any part of the way I'm dressed that leads you to believe yeah, it's coming, man? Like, if they weren't, if they did uh, shoot her, she can't. I don't think she could have stopped the bullets. Right. She might be able to, once it's in her, mm-hmm. get it out, but she can't. <laughs> She's not fast enough to stop no. the bullets. But again, the thing about it was, because they're not, you know, they're not cops in America and she's not black, they, they, they weren't going to shoot first. All the yeah, she was just punching somebody. So, you know. What a big giant. Must be nice. Must be. All right, so here we back. Yo, and Caitlyn's doing her own stitches because she got whooped. Mm-hmm. Aiming it, let her live. But she, I mean. Well, she escaped. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because when the she looked up from getting yeah. shot, thank God they sacrificed their lives. Thank you, <laughs> Central City's <laughs> Finest. Because she was gone, yo. Yo, and then Caitlyn so and Iris. Was that a piece of the alloy or a piece of? Her yeah, that they pulled bit. out. Yeah. So they have a little bit of something of her. To and when Caitlyn even says, "Like I don't remember a lot of what happens when Killer Frost is in control." Yeah. So she realizes. Uh, so you realize later, Iris <laughs> realized like, "Oh, I can, you know, be more than work friends." And she mm-hmm. won't remember that conversation about calling me at her work friend. Exactly. And she's like, "Yo, so this is why it took you six months to come back." And she's like, it took Barry six months to come back from Speed Force. I thought I could make up for some of the pain I caused. Uh, but she's getting stronger. Yeah. And it's one of those things where it's like, this thing, it's just psychological. It's She's just going to have to learn to... Yeah, you got to deal with to it. To live as both people. And to be able to... Yeah. And she says, like, yo, you could have talked to me. I'm your friend. And Caitlin tells her, like you said, work for it. And she's like, it's not like you and I have become besties over the last few years. Oh, okay. So Caitlin said that as Caitlin. Mm-hmm. Oh, all right. So when she asked her later to be the, oh, then that. I That's where it came from, yeah. Re- it was pretty genuine. Re- re- Yo, what's up with this cop's hair? And hairline. Got that Wally West. Maybe that's going around. Yo, you see sports fan in the back and with the, the, with the number one foam, foam finger? finger. <laughs> he was turned up, boy. <laughs> what game he he fried? Yeah. Where'd he go? Oh, there he is. Yo, I wonder. <laughs> Yo, is that Kevin Smith? As the drunker? Yeah. No. You sure? Look at his build. Oh, as the, yeah. the number one. I think that guy. might be Kevin Smith. 
I don't know if he directed this episode, but that might be Kevin Smith. Like that beard is pretty crisp. I thought you were talking about the, the not the, the cop. No, no, the, the, the bum. Oh no, yeah, it might be Kevin Smith with his head down. Mm-hmm. That's probably Kevin Smith. <laughs> like I'm looking at his hairline in the back. Yeah, yo, so they're in jail. You see Dibney, you see Cisco with a guy laid on him, and then Barry's throwing up in the toilet, which is attached to the water fountain. It's not fun. Uh, and then mm-hmm. Joe gives him a handkerchief. Joe, why are you in jail, bro? Joe got caught up in that melee. Yeah, he a real one. No, he even Joe says it happens. Like he's not tripping at all. And he's like, what's going on with you? You seem preoccupied. Like, Joe's not even thinking about where he is right now. He's worried about the real problems. Being a dad at almost 50. That's gotta be... My brother was born in 93. I was 13, so my dad was 43. Mm. So... Even even he was like, come on. (laughs) It's a bit much. Like, yeah. Yeah. And Barry tells him, like, oh, you're great at raising people. Like, you'll be perfect. And he's like, I, wor- I worry about you guys now, especially with Wally being gone. And he's like, yo, the feeding, the crying, like, I'm scared to death. He's like, I barely get any sleep mm-hmm. <laughs> as it is. And Barry's real, like, you raised Iris by yourself. You were alone when you took me in, and Wally showed up, you were still by yourself. Like, you get to do this with somebody now. And he even says, like, and you got me and Iris. Like, yeah. Damn, we're not going to, it's our turn to. We don't have real, real jobs. Yeah. <laughs> we kind of get to come and go as we please. And they still got that big old house. Yeah. Bitchin' house. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And then, yo, know, why is, Wells is the only one who was not arrested. He's probably posted up. Yeah. While everybody was acting up. Yeah. Uh-huh. I'll take those three. Not that one. <laughs> oh, he said, I'll take those three and that one, I yeah, guess. Yeah, I'll take yeah. that one too. Yo, so they got my man's tears. And they said, yo, there's dark matter inside the tears. Um, and it's psychoactive it drugs. alters brain function like a psychoactive drug. It's almost like an opioid. Okay, a love, love drug. drug. Nice. Star Labs. But why is it only from his tears, though? Yeah. I, like you would think sweat might give you the same effect. I don't like where this is going. What? He's definitely he's definitely shooting the women and they keeping the baby every time. Oh my god. I know how Yo. he feels about me. Yo the... Oh Ooh. shoot up the club and that's just He come in there with the strap and I was like, You don't have to use that on me. I gotta use it for me. <laughs> I got enough of y'all hounding me. You ever me. see Love Potion number nine? <laughs> yes. It's one of my favorite movies, man. Yeah. Oh, just that idea that that concentrated one they had all the whole town running mm. after them. Like, Don't need that. Yeah. Yo, so they're talking about going after Amunet, and Caitlin's like, "Yo, like I can't go. Yeah, I'm a like, liability. Yeah, and yeah, they're like, we got this. So, no power. Iris, <laughs> Cecile, Felicity. I'm like, yo, we got it. Yo. Why Cecile was went along? Call somebody. Like, Where, where's Doctor Light? But she, they, at least they kept her, yeah, Dr. Light. Mm-hmm. At least they kept her on surveillance, out, you know, out of harm's way. So, and a and Star Labs van. Labeled Star Labs van. Yo, she did come in with the big 
Shoot him at a human gun, though. Yeah. But they wouldn't even pulling no triggers on nobody. They got my man. My man is really skinny, yo. And he's beat the hell up. Why are they? Oh, to make they him cry. Him make him cry. <laughs> oh. Ripping the dope out there, boy. Don't it's drink be it. a hell of a process. Yeah. And, and yo. A lot of he definitely brought a fiend along to taste it like Jada Kiss. I love it. Yo, whole throat shining. Pause. Uh, yo, he's yo immediately. He's like, I'll take him. Shoot somebody. Like Felicity's on a team that they literally shoot people every week. <laughs> now, like the bad guys got their go, you know. And they got the bald headed Asian dude too. So you know they're not playing. That's the one who's always about that life. Like, he's the guy you fight right before you fight the big boss. <laughs> Messing up, man. Yo, Slade back this week. You you got to learn to appreciate Deathstroke, man. Again, if Batman didn't want to help people, he just wanted to get paid to kill people. It's, it's amazing. And his name is Deathstroke, the Terminator. His real name is Slade Wilson. That's hell, man. Like, he's great. And he has one eye. Imagine if he had two eyes. Like, wasn't that play's name in uh, in what in high or not Highland Class Act? No, it was Blade Brown. Yeah, Blade Brown. Blade Brown. <laughs> Yo, so they about to take Iris and them out, and then Caitlyn shows up in Killer Frost gear, mm-hmm. ready for war. And she's like, yo, this is between you and me. She even walks different when she's Caitlyn. Like that unsure, kind of pigeon-toe walk. Like, it's great. She's great. Again, we'll always go back to that first season where I was like, hey, she's kind of the character who's, you know, she's whatever. She's great. She's fantastic. Wow. Hey, man, that just doesn't care. She's like, take care of them. And, of course, these dudes ain't shooting because why would they? Yo, even as Caitlyn, she shoots the, uh, she ices them all down. Everybody's knocked out. So, where did, rewind that real quick. Mm-hmm. To right before Aminette turns her back. There's Iris. Oh, somebody grabs Iris and shuffles her off to the side. Okay. Right there. Okay. Hand on the shoulder. And when Caitlyn does her frost breath. That's why she I'm didn't like, catch it. Iris? Why didn't she catch any of that? But why didn't they mean that? Yeah, I guess you know they were all kind of. Yeah, when she comes back out, I thought you were gonna say, "How did Caitlyn shoot the power without the uh, without being transformed?" No, actually, this help. This is like a part of her learning to be both people. Aminette summoned up all the magnet show Mm -hmm. and just shoots at Caitlyn. Caitlyn's able to block it with the ice. She builds an igloo around them, a complete. Ice ball immediately that they're surrounded by that stops five machine gun fire. Mm-hmm. And she even says this won't hold soon or long. And but Iris holding, gets, you know, Iris is like, "Yo, we get to a magnet. We're good." Yeah. Oh well, she realizes we're in this like warehouse. Yep. There's like you know probably junk cards and stuff all around. And then Cecile, yeah, Cecile's at the computer. Yeah. And she a DA, so she knows her way around a little bit of computers. She can read. She's not like Meek Mill's DA. She's she's so, a DA. Stalking people. 
Yeah. So Frost explodes the igloo and it takes out the rest of the gunmen. And Aminette's just like, we could have been gods. Like, yo, I used to work with a guy. I'm over it. Yeah. Yo, Cecile, she got the magnet. Yo, snatched up all her little gear, yo. Yeah. And so it also makes you think she might need that specific metal for it to work. Because well, she's yeah, in a factory. I, I, totally. Be- yeah. Because that's why I mentioned earlier, because they specifically named the alloy. Okay. Cisco and them, when they pulled it out of Caitlin, they named it so they knew what type of alloy they were dealing yeah. with. So when you said she's not like Magneto, mm. I was like, yeah, she just can't use scrap metal that's around her or buttons like you said mm-hmm. out of somebody's jacket uh, seems very specific which it, it, it's it helps these guys helps Team Flash in this episode mm-hmm. that she can't just collapse that whole building around them um, yeah, she's about to stab her with this ice pick is this I hated this part no stab her in the leg not even put her in they, the ice they, oh my god! They just let him go. Oh my god! I was watching. I ran back to Thundercats. Right? They let and, Momma and they go let all him the time. go. It's like, what is everybody doing? I know Flash isn't there. I know mm. Joe isn't. They there. had to let him go, though. I I feel like he's on their big board. You knew he was going to be on their big board yeah. of twelve, and he ran right into Devo's hands. Yeah, that's true. I was like, they let the bad guys go. They let the victim of the bad guys go. Okay, it's just nobody's dead. I guess they should be thankful. But okay, so I, was, I ran back to Thundercats last year. Mm-hmm. And I was watching an episode and they caught Mumra, right? And they were like, get out of here, Mumra. Don't you blah, blah, blah. And he like flies off. And I posted it on Instagram. Like, they had him. Why didn't they like chop his head off or yeah. do whatever they throw Get him, him out of there. I don't know. They were like, now you go and you take your dastardly henchman with you. Like, no, you got him. He took and it. They, he got rid of your whole population, yo. <sighs> they did the same thing here, basically with the same rationale. Get out of here, Amunet, and don't come back. And Amunet said, there's going to be a day where I, you know, and it's like, yep, see you in March, Amunet. That's why I don't like cats. So, Nothing we get good. back to Star Labs and Barry is wasted. He's like, yo, I'm going to have a headache. Well, he's hungover, yeah. Yeah. He's have a headache to my wedding day. He's like, agree we never speak about it? He's like, speak about what? Like, I I called 17 times, everything okay. And, yo, she no, messed up so sure. bad. Everything's fine. Yeah. It's cool. No problems. <laughs> Everybody's like, not much happened. Yeah, yeah y'all did too uneventful. much. Uneventful. Not a ton happened. Yeah. And now, some tears were involved. Yeah, yeah. Us yeah. too. More crying than puking. Yeah. Lost access to the happiest place on earth. Pretty sure nothing could have made tonight any worse. And, yo, Cisco comes in and sees Killer Frost and is like, I'm... <laughs> he don't want no beef. I'm, so I'm tired. tired. Can we do this tomorrow? And yo, Dippy's already with it. He's like, ooh, girls with yeah. white hair, hot. And then uh, Iris is like, don't you have something uh, to tell him? Yeah. And then she, Caitlin's her hair back to brown. And Dippy's like, oh. <laughs> Which I thought was a nice Which was one. great. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's just, just Caitlin. <laughs> 
And she explains the whole amulet. Yeah. And I hope Barry goes and you just let her go. Yeah. You got an address on her? Can we text her? You know, and it's Cecile's daughter's pops. She pops up. She's so slim. She's so the opposite of her mother. She's got her dad's body. Wow. I like her hair, though. She's fine. (laughs) Who is, I think Faye was like, her nose is kind of high. I was like, that's cool. I'm all right with it. Do what you got to do. It's cute. And she's like, yo, I know I took it too far tonight. Uh, Like, I still believe everything I was saying. But after we talk, like, I realize it's not why I'm working there. So I'm going to quit. He's like, are you going to tell my mom? And Joe said, that ain't my secret to tell. Your mom loves you. Yeah, you kind of, like, lets her know. You probably should tell her. Yeah. And she walks in with big belly burgers. That's not all she walked in with. I'm fine. And she's really old enough to play that girl's mom. Really That's the is. thing. That's yeah, yeah. It's not one of those weird. TV it's ain't Brazzers. Yeah. <laughs> oh boy, this is it's gonna be an interesting episode when the reviews come out. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, so Cecile and Joe sitting on the couch. She said, "I got to tell you something. Like this kid of ours, definitely not a vegetarian." Yeah, points to the big bag of burgers. Mm-hmm. And then Joe kind of just was like, hey, man, I never thought I'd get a second chance at love, let alone, mm-hmm. you know, here you are, let alone, uh, you know, having a having a baby. Is it okay to say I'm scared? Oh, yeah. He's like, it's exciting, but can I tell you, you know, is it okay to say? And then that's like a, the floodgates open. Mm-hmm. She's like, me too. I'm terrified. And then they just had this really sweet moment. Mm-hmm. Of, uh, she's like, I hit my, I, I thought I hit my groove with my life and my career, and now this changes everything. AKA, this ruins everything. Yeah. Like babies do. But Joe, oh, Joe thought he could shoot the club up with me. No problem. Joe, she not going back. You think she going at 48 or whatever she is going to bounce back? It's a rap dog. that baby, man. It's a rap dog. But again, we've established her genetics are superior. <laughs> they were superior. You know, in you know, nineteen ninety two when that when her kid was born. Mm-mm-mm. Who knows what's gonna happen now? Might be bad. Fall apart. Yeah, so Iris and uh Caitlin are talking, um, just about the night's events and just that they should hang out more often. And like Caitlin's pretty excited about that. And she said, I wanna ask you a favor about the wedding. And she said, You want a custom ice sculpture? Which That's I thought good. was funny. And she tells her, like, no, nah, I wanted to know if you be my maid of honor. Why? I, but you remember, Iris don't got no friends. I was about to say, who other woman on this show is going to be her maid of honor? Iris don't got no friends. Barry don't got no friends. Like, Arrow, like, Oliver had friends outside of his team. That didn't work out so great. But he had actual friends. But, I mean, it's a TV show. Like, it's, it's hard to have friends. And not work them into the mythos. Um, but yeah, so. But, but my issue was nobody even mentioned the skinny kid who was getting beat up the whole episode. No. The whole, and then you're like, hey, what's. Can I ask you a question? Yeah. Why he still ain't found no shirt? Why he looks like he just escaped the concentration camp? Oh, he's so. They. Like, they did everything they could to make him cry, including not feeding him. But how your beard still don't come in? You when can you just been... hydrate that man. Give him, you know, so he can get some good tears. Yo, he hopped that fence pretty quick for yeah, a malnourished dude. Weekly. Yeah. <laughs> I tell you what, you're not pulling up on me in a wheelchair. 
Shoot me. Yeah, I was about to say, why shoot? You want me? Then you better catch me. Yeah. And DeVoe pulled right up on him. Like, I can't have you running away. I created you. I yeah. you until you completed the task in which you were born. And, yo, DeVoe hits button two out of five and neutralizes that boy. He's out of there. So next week, what's Bracken? Alright, so Dibney's working in powers out and he has a cornball suit. He got a suit, yo, his suit is trash. Yo, he looks like the moth on the tick. Ooh, it's not great. And even in um in uh Justice League cartoon, he has um kind of a makeshift and I'll show it to you now, uh, Trav. He's in a makeshift uh, Mr. Fantastic costume. Complete with the collar and everything. Yeah. So That's it's Disney. close to, yeah. So it's close to Mr. Fantastic. He even has that same chin, like which is a good touch. Ah, yeah. Nice. So yeah, um, I thought that episode was fun. Um, Caitlin... Seems to be at least stable at this point. So that's one plot point we've kind of worked through. Amunet's definitely coming to get her. So we're going to have to see what's going on with that. Ooh, can't watch this. Because I don't know what's going on here. They're really getting into fictions like African heritage? They stay out of Africa. (laughs) (laughs) I don't trust y'all. Yeah, man. (laughs) Stay out of Africa, man. I like what y'all did that one scene where Jax was at the dining with the white girl. But stay out of Africa. And the slavery thing was alright too. Um, but no, uh, another good episode. I like Dibney, kind of. I mean, as much as I love Wally, like it's I like a different secondary character kind of holding up that role. Um, as far as not a speedster, yeah. I like he's kind of a scumbag too. Like I oh, appreciate right. he's not that sweet innocent. Yeah, team. yeah the mistakes he's, he's making boy. are very on purpose, very much on purpose. I love that. Um, so yeah, this was what. Uh, Season 4, Episode 5, Girls' Night Out. Um, I like seeing... Like, we didn't even get Barry as a Flash the whole episode. No, we sure did. Got a whole episode without Barry as a Flash. No costume. Not even even one scene of him running. Yeah, no powers. Um, And his character was great. Like, I like Joe's character, um, you know, dealing with a real-life scare. Like, different than physical harm, but something that we all kind of deal with. Especially, you know... You guys listen to this. Me and Travis are 30-something guys without kids. So that's going to be maybe a fear for us. Yeah, like it's, it's you know, that's it's a real-life issue. Um, I like Caitlin and Iris and, you know, a relationship we never really saw explained, you know, kind of get further. Even though they went a bit too far too fast. I would have, I actually would have liked, and it probably wouldn't have worked just because of how things were timed. I would have liked the daughter, Joni, or Joni, I think is her name, to have gotten some one-on-one time with With one of the... uh, No, 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 no. With one of the... uh, With either Iris or Caitlin. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Just... Or even Felicity, but that... that Yeah. And she seemed to show up to further show Joe as a good dad. As somebody who can deal with his problems. And I like Felicity was there, too. That's always fun. Um, but yeah, good stuff. And then DeVoe is building up his team, like his plots, you know, furthering whatever so, that's going to be. So he's got, or he knows he's got 
He's got physically one. Yeah, but he's got Kilgore in the pipe. Physic- and they have one. Yeah. Dibney. Mm-hmm. And then they have... He knows where D- uh, Kilgore and Havoc, Havoc mm-hmm. are, as they do. The Team Flash knows where they are, where they're locked up. Um, but you would think DeVoe has you know, easier access to mm-hmm. them because he's got whatever his powers or, or whatever he's, he does. Yeah. Different realm he lives in. Yeah, so we'll see, you know, exactly uh, how his plot furthers next week as we get, you know, Dibney in some type of costume exploring his powers. Mm. Um, yeah, so that's about it uh, for us this week. Um, we typically do this on a Thursday, and the show goes up on a Friday. Um, so by the time the next show goes up, Travis and I will probably be doing something pretty cool. Um, you want to kind of let everybody know what's going on? Yeah, we uh, have... Press passes to the upcoming Wizard World uh, that's going to be here in Austin. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's uh, it's official. It's a Comic-Con, right? Yeah. It is a con, yeah. Um, I'm very new to these kinds of things. Obviously, I know about them. You hear about them. You see pictures all over social media when they show up in, in various parts of, uh, parts of the country. Uh, the big ones in San Diego and New York. Um but yeah, we have we're we're going as press. Yeah. And with with PW Torch credentials. Yeah, we um hey that's it's super cool thing. Um I it's funny. I was waiting on the email, uh but it went to my promotional folder automatically. So I saw it like five days after it came. Uh, and so I was just sitting there like, wonder, I wonder, I wonder it came. I was like, Oh, this is really cool. Um, luckily, like working at a college, like I already talked to somebody who's good at editing video. I'm like, yo, I'm probably going to shoot a bunch of video. Like, can you put it together? Like, oh yeah. Ain't no thing. So, um, you know, we don't, um, they haven't released a schedule yet, so we don't know who we're going to try to talk to and when, uh, but expect to see that on our social media, you know, here in the next week or so. Um, but yeah, uh, yeah press credentials to Comic-Con, so we're pretty excited about that. Um, even if, even if at the end of the day, all all it basically is is a fast pass, mm-hmm. like at Great Adventures or something, right. like, great. <laughs> I, don't, I don't want to have to stand in line for stuff. Exactly. To, to see people or, or go to different panels. So. so, yeah, so not this next episode, but two weeks from now, I'm sure you guys are hear all the, the crazy stories that we have from that. Um yeah. I'm going to see who we can get drunk out there, because that's always a plan. Mm. Um, but yeah, I think that'll about do it for us this week. Um, already talked about the shows um, that we're watching. Again, keep watching The Gifted. Keep watching Curb. Uh, the Deuce already had their first season finale. Really good. Uh, yeah, they did eight episodes. Uh, this coming weekend is the series finale for Vice Principals. Super excited about that. Um uh, with uh, Danny McBride and uh, that's ending. I mean, yeah, no, it's ending. They only did two two seasons. Uh, that was like the, how it was plotted out from the beginning. Yeah. So yeah, same that's thing ending the baseball week. one, right? Uh, yeah. Eastbound and Down, I think, did three or four. But yeah, same thing. Um, so yeah, that's ending uh, this weekend. That's good. Uh, Walking Dead still really good. Uh, what else am I watching? American Horror Story Cult. They they keep they lost me for a second. But they're they're back on track and they're they're moving towards the end there. 
Uh, yeah, it's about what I have. Orville got resigned or got signed for a second season. So if you're one of those folks, which I understand, where you're like, eh, you know, I don't want to get invested in something that's only going to be around for for one season. It did get renewed. So um, if you hadn't watched season one, uh, again, I recommend starting that. Every time you talk about that show, it's the strangest thing. It's a tremendous show. I don't know how you know. So um, <laughs> but yeah, that'll do it for us this week. Uh, South Congress podcast, fan by fan show, for CW's The Flash, season four, episode five, entitled Girls Night Out. For Travis, I'm Cameron, and we're out. Want to support the show? Want a specific topic, comic, show, or movie discussed? Supporting the South Congress podcast on Patreon allows you to dictate the conversation. Visit patreon.com slash Seahawk for details on how you can support and guide the show. You got a mask to your high, open your eyes, see this bass and this fly. I think I'm Malcolm Middle, I think I'm Du Bois, think I'm Vonnegut, I'm the new Freud, think I am the leader, leader of the people, god damn I'm a black superhero, I'm a black superhero, I'm a black superhero.